36 years of basketball knowledge and life skills. Your host, Coach Goins, focuses on today's topics on and off the court, helping players and coaches achieve their goals. So get ready for another fast break episode of Basketball More Than a Game with your host, Coach Goins. Hey, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another fantastic edition of Basketball More Than a Game. Listen, it is so great to be back home. Yes, I am home in the great Commonwealth of Virginia. Going to do a little of uh, Facebook Live uh, just to kind of give people a recap of last weekend. Uh, and again, just sitting out on the deck uh, this morning, actually on the front porch. I uh, got my nice hot, uh, hot cup of uh, coffee with a little French cream. I treat myself to a little creamer this morning. Uh, but it's all good. Listen, I hope you had a great, great week. Uh, we got a lot of things to talk about, a lot of things to discuss. Uh, but most importantly, I just want to just take a moment uh, this morning uh, as we get ready to get in the thick of things and thank uh, Jason Capel for what a great, great uh, accomplishment last weekend uh, with the Capel Camp on the campus of Federal State University along with the United States Basketball Association. So I had the opportunity to go down and participate uh, with Jason, uh, his coaches, and again, opportunity to meet uh, the president of the United States Basketball Association, Mr. Mark Thompson, who I talked to several times uh, via telephone. But to put a face and a name together, what a great opportunity. Also had an opportunity to meet uh, Coach Capel, uh, former players. Again, uh, great, great to see uh, my homeboy, uh, what we always call the pride of the Carolinas. Uh, Sherman Pride was in attendance, along with Daryl Scott Armstrong. Uh, those of you that don't know, Daryl was a undrafted uh, player out of Gastonia, North Carolina, played at Fayetteville State, uh, went on and had a uh, tremendous 14-year career in the NBA, uh, and he has been the NBA coach uh, for the last 10 years. So 24 years uh, he has put up uh, his career in the NBA. What a great, great testimony to him. Uh, what a great, great testimony for Coach Capel having the eye and the talent uh, to be able to recognize that in Daryl Scott Armstrong. So it's so good to see those guys. Uh, actually, Daryl, uh, the Dallas Mavericks, who he plays with now or coaches now, uh, was actually in Charlotte on Friday night. Then he made the trip down to Fayetteville. Uh, what a great, great time. Great, great win for the kids. And also had the opportunity to see Coach Capel and his beautiful wife, Jerry. So, you know, so good to see Coach. I know uh, ALS, uh, he's battling that disease. Uh, it, uh, you know, again, very, very tough. Uh, but the main thing, guess what? Uh, I know Coach. Coach, will. Uh, he's a fighter. Uh, and again, he will uh, he will do his due diligence uh, as he moves forward. But again, great to see him. Great opportunity, Jason. Again, hats off to you. So I tip my coffee cup to you to honoring your father, as well as uh, taking care of business uh, during the camp. So again, great great cause. But you know, most important, let's kind of go ahead and get in set the uh, set the offense and defense uh, for today's show. Uh, first of all, before we get crunk up with that, let's uh, first thank our uh, title sponsor, Mr. Curtis Jackson who was actually on vacation. I had the opportunity to talk to Curtis uh, yesterday. Uh, he is he and his wife are doing some traveling, so thank you so much for everything that you do and your continued support for basketball more in the game. We thank you. You guys have a great vacation there in an un, un, uh, undisclosed uh, place, uh, so you guys sit back and enjoy your beautiful, beautiful time with each other. You deserve it so much. So we certainly appreciate him. So for your benefits needs and your insurance needs, uh, please contact Curtis Jackson. He is a licensed insurance uh, agent out of the great state of North Carolina, now also serving uh, the Commonwealth of Virginia. Uh, so please stop by, spend some time with him. You can reach him at area code 919-614-5796. Again, Curtis Jackson, for your insurance needs, please contact him now uh, before it's too late. So with that, let's go ahead and get started. 
Uh, also, we want to thank our followers, uh, and you know, without followers and our people are really dialing us in, we are un- we will not be successful uh, in our podcast adventure. So, we want to definitely thank all of our subscribers. You know, just to give you a quick little update. We've got about seven states left. Uh, and then we'll be in all states across the country. So thank you for your continued support uh, on behalf of uh, the staff of basketball, uh, more than the game, as well as uh, my co-host, Mike Quick. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. We thank you for, again, just you know taking time out. And I know you know, money is time, and as we always say on the show, but you just stop and you listen, and, and that means so much to us. Uh, as we continue to just to take time out of our lives and just want to be able to give you uh, that ultimate insight uh, of what may be going on in basketball as well as anything, you know, not just basketball, but in all sports. Uh, but also we want to thank all of our international sponsors, you know, uh, excuse me, international subscribers and followers. You know, what a great opportunity, you know, that we have to, to serve uh, in such in places as Australia, New, Zeal- New Zealand. I got to get my sheet here because I don't want to leave anybody uh, anybody out. Uh, Canada, Kuwait, the Netherlands, the Dominican Republic, Germany, Finley, uh, Japan, Australia, and United Kingdom. So thank you so much for your continued support uh, of everything that we do with, uh, for basketball more in the game. So listen, I've got my Axe Basketball shirt on. Registration is alive and well. So all of those folks that are listening in the uh, Augusta County area, please uh, go to www.playaxsports.com for your basketball registration needs. We are excited about the upcoming uh, year. We actually dropped down in age. Uh, so we're going to be running from uh, uh, what we call the Little Eagles. Uh, they're going to be 6, 7, and 8. And then we'll have the lower league, 8, 9, and 10. And then the upper league will be uh, 12 through uh, 15. So the middle age group will be uh, 8, 9, no, excuse me, 9, 10, 11, and 12. And then from 12 above will be our upper league. So we certainly, certainly so excited about that. Actually, two dynamic coaches that will be taking over. Uh, one will be Mr. Rob Shirley uh, will be taking over the lower league. And then uh, Coach Ernest Spragler will be heading up uh, the upper league. So I certainly appreciate these gentlemen coming alongside of me, uh, helping us, again, continue to roll out our recreation basketball. We are going to do our, uh, our best uh, with uh, assistance from our Lord and Savior, to provide a top-notch program this year. We have done some great, great enhancements uh, in our gym. Our new gym is almost complete. Uh, they're putting working on the floor. Scoreboards are mounted. Uh, and, again, we are looking, you know, we are so, so excited. And we're also uh, in the laboratory right now in the very early beta state uh, working on a uh, basketball academy. Uh, so I, that's all I'm going to say about that at this point. But we are so, so excited about the, the, the direction that we're moving and we just want to thank everybody for your continued support. But, again, if you are interested in playing basketball uh, for Act Sports, and Act Sports stands for Advancing Christ Through Sports, please come out uh, and check us out at www.playactsports.com for your basketball needs. So, listen, you may say, hey, Coach, what's popping? You know what, let's, let's talk a little bit about football first as I reach down and grab my coffee. Hey, how about my Steelers taking care of business? You know, I know, I know we got a ton of Steelers fans, a ton of – uh, folks following that Steeler Nation. But, you know, going out to Kansas City, yeah, I, I think we got their number. You know, we rolled out there last week after coming off, you know, such a poor, poor performance, top to bottom, and I'm not calling anybody out, but we all know uh, we did not take care of business against uh, Jacksonville in the Steel City. Uh, we didn't play well, so, you know, we so we should have taken that loss. And as we did, we, you know, we humbled ourselves and we regrouped and went out to Kansas City and took care of business. You know, and again, did we still look sharp on offense? I'm going to be the first one to tell you. I don't think we did, but that's okay. But what we're able to do is stop, rejoin, regroup, 
and go ahead and get that uh, get that victory and uh, get on that plane and uh, get on back to the Steel City. So tomorrow we have none other than the um, Cincinnati Bengals, and that's always a challenge because you know why? Why is it a challenge? Because it is in the NFC, excuse me, AFC North. Uh, so therefore, we've got to make sure that we uh, we buckle up and and we come hard. For those of you that know Steeler Nation uh, from back in the day, we used to be in the AFC Central. Oh man, I used to I love that division. You know, growing up watching the Steelers back in the day, when of course you had Franco, Joe Green, uh, and all of the guys. You know, I don't want to sit here and and, and call people's name out and, and and not give honor where honors due. But you know, to win the four Super Bowls the way they did back in the seventies, and people said, "Man, that's a long time ago." You know what? You have to stop and you have to appreciate your history, uh, so you know where you're going today. So those of you that are uh, Steeler fans, my challenge, you know, uh, to you is to go back. You know, you know grab a DVD. I actually, I have one. Uh, the history of the Steelers, and every now and then, and when I get that, you know, get that urge, I pop that DVD in and sit back and watch it, and just kind of relive some of the glory days, if you will, uh, just because of the things that they did. Uh, you know, it's you know hard to hard to fathom them before free agency kicked in. Uh, so many gentlemen that was on that team actually went on and won four Super Bowls. So a tremendous, tremendous job, uh, Coach um, Chuck Noll, and then of course uh, rolled in behind Chuck Noll. Um, was Bill Cowan, and, of course, at the helm now is none other than Mr. Mike Tomlin. So, you know what, as the um, American flag is behind me waving, you know, I, I'm kind of doing this, you know, kind of twofold uh, reasons this morning with the flag. When I came out and I was actually trying to sit up, you know, where, where, that, where do I want to sit? How do I want to do it? Uh, you know, it just, it just, you know, came to me to say, hey, you know, put the flag uh, over your shoulder and, and let's make it pop that way and uh, also the sun you know the sun is an opportunity because I'm actually on the, the front porch and again sipping my nice little uh, again donut coffee uh, with a little bit of uh, vanilla cream I treat myself uh, this morning to that so again hey listen we want to definitely give a shout out to uh, none other than our co-host Mr. Mike Quick uh, Quick we love you man I hope uh, you feel better I know uh, Mike was uh, a little sick last week so uh, we've been lifting him up in prayer uh, as he continues to move forward, but uh, actually made the trip down to North Carolina last week. Uh, Mike wasn't able to uh, to be there with us, but you know what? Again, he was there in spirit. Uh, but a great opportunity to spend with the Carolina folks there. That was there, of course. I didn't mention Phil Ford. Coach Phil Ford was there. It's such a pleasure uh, to see Coach Ford every time I see him. I've known him for uh, several several years. Uh, but you know, think about back in the day when he, you know when Carolina was you know under direction of. Uh, Dean Smith, Phil Ford would come down to court, hold up the four corners, uh, hold up his four fingers, and just absolutely make it pop. Uh, and then with the four corners, and then be able to sit back and listen to to him, uh, you know, spend about an hour and a half with the folks that was at the camp, giving them insight. You know, what do you need to look at? You know, academically, you know how. You know, when does that start? What do you need to do? Prepare yourself, because you know, folks that didn't realize, you know, Coach Ford went on and uh, he was. Uh, First, he was actually 1979 Player of the Year, uh, and then he also turned around. And this, guess watch this. He also was Rookie of the Year uh, in the NBA. Uh, you know, tremendous, tremendous uh, accomplishment. And if you ever go into the Dean Dome and how have they how they have their jerseys lined up, number 12 is front and center. Uh, probably, you know, pound for pound, the greatest uh, North Carolina player that ever. People say Michael Jordan. If you're saying Michael Jordan at Carolina, yeah, you might have to regroup and check out a little bit of your back basketball history. Uh, even though Jordan was a great player, he did not turn that on until 
uh, once he got up uh, to the NBA. But, again, hats off to Coach Ford and thank him for taking his time out to come down and be a part of the Capel Camp uh, last weekend on the campus of Fayetteville State uh, University. And also, I just want to go ahead and give a shout-out uh, to the uh, Fayetteville State University staff, everybody that was in attendance. Uh, I met uh, Dr. Brothers. Uh, she is the uh, – I'm going to refer to her as the dean of all of the um, ventures community as well as uh, fundraising and also uh, corporate sponsorship. What a great, great host. She made us feel very, very welcome, set us up, made sure that we had lunch, made sure that she had everything dialed in for us. So thank you so much, uh, Dr. Brower. Also a shout out uh, to Ursula Goins, uh, my cousin uh, that lives in Fayetteville. Uh, she came out and uh, we actually had dinner on Friday night, but then she came out and spent her entire day with us uh, as we were doing live scenes, taking, taping some footage, doing some interviews. But Ursula, thank you so much. We love you. Uh, and just thank you uh, for your time and your talent to be able to come out and participate and make an impact. And those of you that know Ursula know that, you know, she's going to take charge in any situation she's in, and she did that quite well. So, hey, listen, let's just go ahead and uh, talk a little bit about uh, today's uh, insight and as it relates to basketball. Here's the thing. It is basketball season. You know what? Thing, you know, all in all, it's a great day. All the, the month of October is awesome for sports. Me personally, I love October slash uh, March Madness because why? NBA just started this week. Also, you take a look at college basketball. March Madness kicked off. I had the opportunity uh, last night to sit down and, and watch my Yankees go down and defeat. But that's okay. We got game seven tonight. CC Sabathia will be back up on the mound, so we're looking for great things there. And then have my mom here with us uh, for a couple months. Uh, and then we would just sit down as a family and just enjoy the, the Yankees and talk about the Yankees of old and plus enjoy uh, the game last night. But most importantly, you know, you also have college football going. So the month of October has a, you know, it's a plethora of sports. Uh, those of you that love sports, you know, you can go up and down the channel, flicking and flipping. You know, actually, I was doing that the other night. Uh, and then during the NBA game, I was watching Cleveland and Boston. Uh, and unfortunately, a young man um, had a severe leg injury uh, on his uh, first, uh, first, actually, first game of the season, first uh, time in the Boston uh, Celtic uniform. So we, we wish him. Uh, continued uh, healing uh, and just uh, work through that process. But I actually was flipping between the baseball game as well as the basketball game. So as a sports, uh, I'm going to say fan, a person that really enjoys sports, uh, it's a great time of year as everything starts to uptick, everything starts to, to make pop. So hey, let's talk a little bit about those Cleveland Cavaliers. I think, you know what, what a tremendous, tremendous job uh, they did, uh, you know, the GM to be able to go back and let, you know, well, I want to frame that out. Think about you go in the laboratory every year and you got to figure out what you got to do in order to make it pop. So what they did, you know, how do you take a player like um, Mr. Irvin, as uh, LeBron James always was calling him the kid, you know, the kid slides out and the kid wants to go do X, Y, and Z. So you know what? What do you do? If somebody doesn't want to play with you, you know, you got to deal them. You know, so he ends in Boston, which is good for him. You know, you don't want anybody in your organization that really doesn't want to be there. So he slides on. So one thing to do, they, they, they drop back and reload. So, you know, they've done that. They picked up Dwayne Wade. They made some counter moves. I hate to see Richard Jefferson leave, uh, but I know it's, it's, a, uh, it's a business. Richard Jefferson's had a great career. And then he went, I think he's going on to Phoenix, and he signed uh, uh, maybe a one-year deal out in Phoenix. So we, we wish him continued success. But as these teams, you know, stop, remold, reload, regroup, you know, a lot of things uh, have to take place because there's only one basketball. And those are the things that we want to call out to the younger players today. Work on your game. You know, don't always just want to go play. 
Uh, I started working out a couple guys uh, last couple weeks, and that's what I've been telling them. You know, number one thing, work on your game. Just don't go to the gym and play because what happens is when you go to the gym and play, you are only, uh, if you're not doing it the right way, you're just increasing the opportunities of continuing to do it the wrong way. So you, what you do is, you know, you get in the gym, and my philosophy, and again, this is Coach Goins' philosophy, doesn't mean that it's right, but what I want to do is just let you understand what do I mean and why do I try to do what I do when I'm working an individual player out is for every move that you have, you need to develop uh, two other scoring opportunities out of that one move. So what does that mean? So when you come down to court, and I was working with a young young man the other day, he did a layup. And I said, okay, you know, show me two other moves coming out of this, uh, coming out of this same situation, same ball side of the floor. And then he didn't know, so we stopped and we, we backed up. Actually, my son uh, Thomas was with me uh, to, to help because, again, at my age, I don't try to do that stuff anymore. So I try to, you know, bring some of these younger guys out and, and actually have them as the as the model, if you will, uh, to, to, to show the young man that I'm working out. So we do this. So the young man was able to see that, you know, going to the basket, doing a regular layup, how to back up and, and change directions. And so he had a you know right-hand layup. And so from the right-hand layup, we showed him how to put the ball behind his back reverse it uh, and lay it up with his left hand then same thing come down again put it behind his back and then stop and pop as we call him pull up a little jump shot uh, right in front of the rim so these are the things as we go through uh, as we continue to work out players that we want them to understand what that looks like when they are playing the game must develop uh, multiple moves out of the same base move so every move that you make coach Goins always teaches you know, you must develop two moves out of your one base move. So, you know, great opportunity there. But, yeah, as we get ready to, you know, get into basketball, you know, we're so excited about the season, so excited about the new guys that uh, are coming alongside us. You know, and as we continue uh, to embark, you know, basketball is a great opportunity, you know, for young kids to come out, learn the game, as well as coaches. You know, so our challenge this morning, what we're going to put out there is, you know, we're going to challenge the coaches to say, you know, how are you sharpening your iron? As I get me a little French vanilla there with my uh, donut shop, uh, you know, what are you doing uh, to sharpen your skills? So, hey, here's the thing, you know, go to YouTube, read a book, and watch some video, watch the game. When I say watch the game, watch the game with a different set of eyes. Watch the game dissecting individual plays. Because here's the thing that people don't know, LeBron James is actually left-handed. I'm going to say that again. LeBron James actually is left-handed, but he plays basketball right-handed. You say, Coach Goins, how do you know? I had the opportunity, and i actually working now every day with LeBron's former AAU basketball coach. So he's giving me some insights. He's showing me different things. He's showing me different moves. Okay, yeah, yeah, we know. We'll talk basketball, and he'll get up and show me. He actually played at the University of Miami of Ohio. For those of you Steeler fans know, that's Ben Roethlisberger's alma mater. Uh, but this gentleman... Uh, has really, uh, you know, really worked with LeBron down during the years. So I had the opportunity to meet him. And now that we work together, you know, of course, you know, Coach Goins, I'm on, gonna, I'm on the grind. So I'm always going to be asking those questions and showing. So, you know, hopefully we'll be able to have him on the show uh, before too, too long. But what a, what a great addition to uh, our current staff uh, where we, where I'm employed. Uh, to bring on the gentleman uh, such as uh, such as this caliber, tapping into that basketball. So coaches always be looking, always be asking questions, and always be you know be mindful that number one, that you don't know everything. Number two, you got to be willing to ask questions, and number three, take it. Now, as I always tell people, as we open up our show, you got to lean, listen, and learn. Okay, lean that means what? Lean in. So you're making sure that you uh, that you can hear. And then you want to do 
listen, listen what they're telling, you know, because that's why we have two ears. And then you learn, you take it, you mold it, you make it your own. And, you know, you, you, you put your spice, you put your philosophy, and then you move forward. Those are the critical pieces as developing young talent, okay? So, also, you know, for you coaches that are coaching young kids, and actually, I, I, I love dealing with the young kids. Uh, it was so great last night, and I, I'll, I'll go ahead and call this out. As I was sitting there and I was going through and, and got the call that said that, uh, you know, Lee had uh, beat Riverheads, and I was sitting, and I kind of went on Facebook, and I was looking through, and I actually saw two of my former players interviewed uh, last night um, after the ball game. So, of course, you know, me being who I am, you know, I'm pretty excited about it. So, of course, I sit up and I dial it in. Uh, and then I tell my mom, I say, hey, listen, I said, you know, this you know, this young man here played for me uh, a couple years ago. And then, you know, and then it goes to the next gentleman that gets on the uh, microphone. Actually, I coached him doing uh, recreation uh, basketball when I uh, coached at the Y for one year. You know, what? You know, it, it, that's what it's about. You know, that's why I get up on Saturday morning, uh, come down, fix my coffee, you know, here's to you, happy Saturday in the morning, uh, and then sit down and have that opportunity, you know, to, to uh, discuss and talk and meet these young men and just realize that, you know, what you do as a coach means so much. Here's two of my former players been interviewed on television after the game last night, you know, and co and actually I saw them not too long ago. Uh, the two players, they weren't together, but they were two different places, but I had the opportunity, uh, again, just to, to spend it when they say coach, you know, that, that just – that means the world to me. And, and that, my mind runs back to last week when I had the opportunity to spend a couple hours with Coach Capel. And I walk in, and he's there, and he smiles, and he gives me that fist pump. Uh, and I say, Coach, and, and, and that's, you know, that's, that's what makes us do what we do on basketball more in the game. It's, it's coaches like Coach Capel. Uh, that we try to uh, to walk that straight line of integrity. We try to give back as much as we can. We try to make sure that everything that we're doing is beneficial uh, to the players, not about us, to make sure that we're giving back in the mode, in the way that uh, only only they can understand that. So, you know what, let me grab another little sip of my coffee. You know, so that's what makes it so important uh, that we're able to, to sit down and share and, again, as coaches, you know, we need to share. You know, we got to have iron, sharp iron, iron. So you sit across the table from your coaches, your staff, and you sit down and you go, hey, it's not the Lamont show, it's not this show, it's not this show. But how do you sit down and you dial it in and be able to do what? Making sure that you're impactful to everything that we're that you want to be able to do. So that's what's so great about youth sports. Don't let the parents come in. Don't let parents, you know, go to those, go to that level. Uh, and then thinking that you are playing in Cameron Indoor Stadium, you're playing in the Dean Dome or in the in the L.A. Forum. So we want to make sure that you understand that you keep all the games and you keep everything uh, nice and squared away for what you need to do inside and keep it all about the youth, okay? So listen, let's talk real quick uh, and jumping into the high school basketball realm. You know, very excited about this upcoming season just because, you know, uh, what's really going on. Uh, my great nephew will be a rising senior. Uh, excuse the noise. I'm like I said, I'm outside. My neighbor uh, just uh, just rolled up the hill. Uh, but in that, uh, my great nephew is uh, getting ready to enter his senior year. So we wish him continued success. Hopefully, you know, he'll have a very healthy, productive season. Uh, give a shout out to his dad, uh, Jason Jones, who has uh, been on the grind with the Sand Hill Cyclones. You've heard Coach Goins mention him. Actually, he's been on the show basketball more in the game. Uh, for um, several you know several months ago, uh, but Jason's done a tremendous tremendous job with these uh, young men. They went and finished in the top ten in the nation uh, in the AAU tournament in Orlando, Florida. So no small grapes, no small um, opportunity there. 
so in that, you get what you put in. And always remember, you know, you got to put the time in, you got to put your investment in, and he's done a great, great job. So we wish uh, the Pinecrest Patriots uh, continued success. Also, the uh, um, Sand Hills Flyers, a good friend of mine, Coach Mike Apple is the head coach there. So all of these guys, you know, as we talk about basketball, we got to recognize all these teams. And guess what? Let's go ahead and, and go ahead and jump on in there and let's talk about that stuff. We want to wish Coach uh, Bobby Collins head basketball coach at Maryland Eastern Shore. You know, a great, great season. Also, head basketball coach at Federal State University, Mr. Ken Spencer. We want to wish him a great, great basketball season. Also, we want to wish uh, Mr. Michael Jefferson. Had the opportunity to go to Kentucky and see Michael Jefferson. He's playing He's playing for Transfer, Transylvania University. We want to wish you a great, great basketball season. Now, let's go down to South Carolina. We want to miss, uh, wish Mr. Pierre Curtis, who was assistant uh, women's basketball coach at uh, Firm University. We want to wish you a great, great basketball season. Also, we want to wish Jeff Capel at Duke University, assistant uh, associate head basketball coach, a great, great basketball season. You know what? All these folks that, you know, Coach Goins knows in the basketball arena, we want to wish them continue, continued success uh, before the season starts because, you know, they're out, they're putting the time in, they're putting the grind in, but most importantly, they are taking young men and young women and molding them into be leaders of tomorrow. So we just wish everybody uh, that is involved in the game of basketball that we know personally, uh, we wish you continues to continue success. We're so looking forward to uh, Coach Collins uh, this year. They play Liberty University at Liberty. Uh, so Aaron, Elbert, you know, will be in attendance uh, taking care of business there. And then also uh, Coach Bobby Collins and the um, Maryland Eastern Shore Eagles will be at Virginia Tech. So we plan on uh, taking down uh, a few folks and we go roll down to VT and be a part of that uh, basketball game as well. And hopefully when Coach Ken Spencer comes to town, we'll be able to dip down and, and take a look at that as well. And then also Coach Goins will be live uh, in, uh, at Pinecrest sometime, maybe not doing the show, but I will be live, meaning me as an individual will be down uh, taking a look at uh, my great nephew playing the game. And hopefully I can go down uh, where they'll be playing multiple games during the year to be able to support him. So, listen, we just want to say, you know, best of luck to everybody as we approach this basketball season, and we just wish you Godspeed for a great, great season and get rocking and rolling, okay? Hey, listen, we also, you know, we're thinking about doing something, and actually I uh, was doing a little research this morning and maybe trying to have a little fun. So what Coach Goins may be doing in the near future is popping into different cities, and we, what we want to do is call something, you know, uh, Legends of the Playground. So what I'm going to be trying to do is doing some interviews with Legends of Playgrounds in different cities, townships. So if you know anybody that out that that is out in our listening audience that you listen to, how about shooting Coach Goins uh, a text or shoot me something on Facebook? Uh, you can hit me up on my email or you can hit me up on uh, Podbean, uh, right on Basketball More in the Game. Because what we want to be able to do is take and do live shows with some of the what we call basketball legends. So in a city or you know, a town near you, actually, you know, kind of had this idea when uh, about two weeks ago we were in Richmond. I was with uh, Ralph Sampson and we were kind of hanging out. Uh, you know, we were sitting there talking, and, you know, it was just like, you know what, hey, man, you know, what about if we ever looked at doing something called uh, play, uh, Playground Legends? And we go in and we do shows uh, and we highlight, you know, players that, you know, played that were great players back in the day. But for whatever reason, uh, we're not able to uh, take their game to the next level. 
uh, and then be able to be able to pull that curtain back so we can share with the younger folks, you know, what do you have to do? How did these guys become great playground legends? Because we all know them. If we went, if I went now, I'm right now I'm in Fishersville, Virginia, uh, which is what I always refer to as the Mecca. Uh, but no, in that, uh, if we went to Waynesboro, if we went to Stanton, if I went to my hometown, Southern Pines, North Carolina, and I say, you know, and I rolled up at what we call the park or I rolled up at the clay hole and I set up my stuff and said, okay, you know what? I'm going to interview playground legends. You know, who would come out? Who would be able to solidify? Who would be able to tell us some of the stories of the great players from back in the day? You know, if I was in my hometown, I you know, I'd be talking, you know, 6'5", you know, which is Bruce Reeves. I'd be talking Eric Saunders. I would be talking... Jasper Vaughn, I would be talking Tyrone Wallace, uh, I, and the list goes on, you know, Scott Walther. I mean, I would just, you know, list it up top to bottom who are some of the greatest playground players that ever played the game, you know, and I could just go up and down and the you know, guys that I played with, as I call them, Barnstorming, you know, Godfrey Wilson, you know, uh, Ray Sherlock Thomas, uh, you know, just it would the list would just go on and on of great guys that played some played college, but then some of them that once you know if their college career was over for whatever reason, uh, you know that's for that you know that's not for us to discuss at this moment in time. But in that for whatever reason their their uh, their career was over, they were able to come back to North Carolina or Southern Pines in our hometown and actually make a difference in people's lives on the playground. How did they pour into people? How did they pull those young guys like Coach Collins, uh, Antonio Johnson, Ken Spencer, Sherman Pride, you know, guys that I went to high school that went on and played in college and you know had a successful career. You know, those those young guys, when I see young guys my age, when when we were playing, you know, they would pull, you know, Coach Collins off. Think about it. let's let's capture that real quick. So we would be out playing uh, on in the park in Southern Pines. And so you would have a player such as Coach Collins who was, you know, maybe a, a freshman or sophomore in, in high school, you know, going up against, you know, caliber guys that had played, you know, Division One, played junior college basketball, um, you know, for grade reasons why they wasn't at Division One, but could have played at Division One. But, again, that's uh, that's a little insight. But they would be able to pull those guys to the side. And, you know, what? Well, here's the beautiful thing about it. Those guys, they lean, they listen, and they learn. So they were able to take that. So Coach Collins went on and had a great career at uh, uh, Eastern Kentucky University. Uh, where he was the first basketball player ever to win Male Athlete of the Year. I will say that again. Coach Bobby Collins, head coach at Maryland Eastern Shore, was the first basketball player ever to win Male Athlete of the Year at Eastern Kentucky University and was inducted into Eastern Kentucky uh, uh Sports Hall of Fame. So, you know what? And grew up in Southern Pines, North Carolina. So the Sherman Prides of the world from Aberdeen. Ken Spencer from West End, who is now the head basketball coach at Fayetteville State University, who played for the University of North Carolina at Pembroke. Uh, these gentlemen were able to, you know, listen. They were able to learn. And they, they were able to lean, listen, and learn. They were able to take their craft. And as Coach Capel always told us, you know, you ride that train until it's time to get off of that train. So they were able to do that. And listening to these legends, and the legends in the street ball, a playground. I don't like to say street ball. I like to say playground legends. So they were able to take these playground legends, roll in, and do great things. So with that, uh, we're going to be back in about 30 seconds. This is Coach Goins, always. See you then. Sure that we are dialed in, uh, pulling off everything that we're pulling off. Hey, there's my son. I see him in the background back there. Uh, looks like he's, uh, what's he doing? Oh, 
He's got his fishing pole. So uh, those of you that know uh, uh, Brad, he is a big-time activist, and he loves to fish, and he's going out and, and make it pop this morning. So cool, cool beans. Also, uh, you know, just uh, as we were talking about the playground legends and, you know, how does that look and what does that look like and, and, and how do you, you know, how, how do you become that person? So, you know, we, we are very, very excited with, with the concept, with the idea. Uh, but again, it's still in the beta state. So uh, if you are interested, you know, in, in participating in that or can set that up and or help me uh, find these guys or ladies, uh, please, uh, please give us a shout at uh, ltgoins at yahoo.com. Hit us up on uh, Facebook and also hit us up on uh, basketball more in the game. Carol, what's going on? Hope all is well. Uh, hello to you. And and if uh, if you're in Raleigh, you know, make sure you give uh, give Uncle Cecil a shout. So we're all good here in VA. Uh, but then, you know, most importantly, uh, you know what we want to you know capture on today's broadcast is you know as we approach basketball season, you know what do we need to do? What do we need to look out for? Uh, and what do we need to make sure that we're dialing in? Uh, to that entire process. As we always tell the young guys, make sure that you, you're working your game, working your stride, uh, and continue to uh, focus on the things that you need to focus in on the classroom. Make sure that you, uh, you know, dial into the teachers to make sure that you stay academically uh, eligible. You don't want to fall out there and, and do the first semester. Next thing you know, you're sitting in the stands paying that five bucks uh, rolling in because you're not able to not able to get it uh, get it done. So hey, listen, as we start to uh, wind this uh, broadcast up, like I said, we just wanted to to jump on uh, this morning. It's a beautiful Saturday morning here in uh, the great Commonwealth of Virginia. Uh, who would believe it's like October? Uh, and I'm outside this morning with a pair of flip flops on. I got uh, I got actually my Axe basketball shirt on, uh, and it's nice. It's beautiful. And as I said earlier, I'm treating myself to some uh, French vanilla donut. Uh, donut shop uh, coffee uh, my wife's in uh, taking care of breakfast my mom will be coming down so we're gonna be popping off real soon jumping in and uh, just kind of doing a little fellowship and kind of hanging out but you know you know as we always say in basketball more in the game I just want to just you know bring this out we definitely want to thank everybody because it's been an absolutely fantastic six months uh, we're closing in on 2,000 uh, downloads about 36 episodes and as I said earlier uh, you know, we're on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, uh, podbean.com, uh, also SoundCloud, YouTube. You know, so as we continue you know, to, to spend some time with our uh, audience, spend some time uh, on the grind, as we always call it, you know, we are taking off. And I certainly appreciate everybody from, you know, California all the way to Michigan, to Maine, to Texas, you know, and all of our international markets. Thank you so much for your comments, your feedback. So, hey, listen, as we continue, to, you know, what we're doing on the podcast, and sometimes, you know, we'll do a simultaneous like I'm doing this morning because I just, you know, was led to do it this way. Uh, you know, hit us up, you know, let us know, hey, you know, coach, you know, can you, you know, possibly get an interview here? Or can, can we talk about this aspect of the game on this aspect in life? You know, just like with the flag, you know, I was watching the NBA the other night uh, with pregame, you know, Charles Barkley and those go on. You know, a lot of times, you know, Charles doesn't get to just do or some people say that he's, you know, pretty radical. But you think you think about the players in the NFL, you think about the players, you know, that's just in professional support uh, sports and the, the the demand on their life. They're, 
uh, their prestige, the, the money that they're making. You know what? And I'm not getting into the money aspect of it, but what I'm saying is, you know, we if if they united in, in a way with the owners to be able to say, you know, we can go back into these communities. We can go back into uh, to our hometowns, and we can really, really make a difference and understand their lives and understand their contracts and understand their obligations because it's all about making money. You know, and, and I understand that. That's why, you know, Coach Goins gets up Monday through Friday and get and gets up and, and go uh, and take care of the grind. But what we're what we're calling out here is how do you leverage your local hometown heroes to be the impact that they need to do and making sure that everything is addressed, okay? Nobody's, you know, disrespecting the flag. And, I, and, I, and I'll say this, you know, a guy asked me the other day, he said, man, you're a minority, you're a veteran. What does that look like? I said, well, you know what, why, why are we all jumping on Colin Kaepernick's bandwagon when, in fact, Marshawn Lynch has never stood up? So, but again, you know what? Because he's dope, he's sitting down on the side and it's not a big thing. But now all of a sudden, Colin Kaepernick, you know, he kneels. You know, Time Magazine gets a hold of that. But for what? I mean, we're losing sight of you know the whole thing. And just like I tell somebody, you know what? Because you know my family defended the country, and I'm not disrespecting the flag. The flag is always hanging in, uh, always hangs at my house. You know, every day when it's half mass, I drop it to half mass. But yes, that's because that's what I believe in. But it doesn't bother me as a veteran or minority, okay? Because that is why we live in America. If a person wants to do it, okay, you know what? Guess what? I, you know, Coach Goins is not telling you to go down there and rob the bank. Coach Goins is not going down there to tell you to pump gas and not pay for it. But when that happens, it happens. Uh, and when people decide to make a stand and do what they want to do, they have counted up the cost. So when they count up the cost, you know that it's on them. They that that is their struggle. That is what they're doing. Now in that is as my pastor always say, you know, we gotta we gotta look out because uh, a great great uh, message that he he ministered not too long ago, caution fools ahead. You know, every time you go out, you're gonna encounter some people that you know. Sometimes you scratch your head and say, wow, you know, why do people do what they do? But they do. That's that's just human behavior and that's human life. And we live in the greatest country in the world, and that's the United States of America. And I'm not saying that because the flag is hanging behind me, uh, and it's not staged. My, anybody that knows me, my flag is always hanging every day. I uh, walk out and proudly display it uh, and take it down in the evening before the sun goes down to make sure those stars and stripes are flying the way they need to be flying. But most importantly, one thing that we want to make sure that we're calling out is that we understand why we do what we do, okay? Also, I just seen one of my one of the guys, actually, I, I was thinking about this young man the other day. I saw a post that he put out and, and was thanking me for what I was doing. So I want to take this opportunity and give a shout-out uh, to my homeboy, Craig Ingram. Uh, a lot of people don't know. You know, Craig and I grew up together in a great, great city of Southern Pines, North Carolina. We used to play football uh, right out in front of Harrington's Chapel, Church right there on Carlisle Street. Our mothers, uh, they want a choir together. You know, Miss Ingram has gone on, and Craig, my mom's here with me now, so I'll definitely pass that on uh, to her that uh, you joined the show this morning. But appreciate your comments, appreciate your support. Uh, and, again, just thank you for what you are. He's a fine, fine man. Uh, he's, a, he's a husband. Uh, he's been married for numerous years. And, and that's the testament. When you get out here and you find guys that's on the grind, taking care of business, you know, have a beautiful home, beautiful family, uh, and you, you kind of stop and you go back and you go, man, you know what? We grew up, you know, we ate some of the same food. Uh, we were able to hang out at the, some of the same spots. And, you you know, and some people said, man, y'all play football in front of the church. What other, whatever, wherever, when you, know, you think about it, what, what, where would you want to be tackled? Would you want to be tackled down the street or would you want to be tackled on that holy ground? You know, so when you when you tackle on holy ground, it's it's a different type of feel when you hit that turf. But all, all in all, I mean, because, you know what, that's where we were. You know, we were we were there. Our, our parents were at choir rehearsal. So why should we why shouldn't we be at the church? Why shouldn't we be there playing 
on the church ground where it where number one we're safe our parents are just inside the uh inside of the church why would we be down the street you know at the uh, Padre Pews, why would we? Why would be? Why would we be riding bicycles somewhere we had no business riding? But that's the town that we grew up in, and that's where the direction that our parents uh, instilled in us. So, you know, as the old saying goes, apple doesn't fall far from the tree, and we see that you know what? Hey, we turned out all right, and we're doing fine. So, brother, I appreciate you. I appreciate your continued support of basketball more in the game, but most most importantly, it's the pride of the folks that with uh, that we grew up with. Uh, in the great, uh, great city of Southern Pines, I know it's a lot of times when I come home, it's uh, it's an in and out, and I don't get around to see all the folks that I love to be able to see uh, when I get home. But most importantly, uh, there's no place like home, and there's no place like Southern Pines, North Carolina, to where uh, my mother and father uh, grew up, and that's where we were born and raised. Uh, yep, that's the Marigas uh, truck going down the hill because. Uh, I guess somebody's getting some propane because it's that time of year up in here in VA. Uh, don't have the heat on yet, but you better get it because in a couple of weeks it'll be pretty chilly. But, no, Craig, we appreciate you. Uh, we send our love from Virginia. And like I said earlier, I would definitely pass on uh, to my mother. And, again, wishing you and your, your brothers and sisters, uh, you know, continued success uh, in everything that you put your heart and hands to do. So, folks, you know, Coach Goins has been on the grind the last couple uh, couple of weeks, you know, doing some traveling uh, you know, and again, getting the word out when we were on campus of Fayetteville State University down uh, participating in the Capel Camp this week. Uh, just had my mom back up. She's going to be with us for a couple months just hanging out on the chill. So, you know, as we uh, continue to layer this down and as we continue to move forward, always remember, no matter what you do, make sure that you do your best. Make sure that you got your sneakers laced and you got them laced up tight. And make sure that you're getting your homework squared away. Coaches, make sure that you're on the grind. Make sure that you're taking care of the players uh, because here's the thing. There's no, there's nothing ever greater than having the opportunity to be called coach. And I want to thank all of my coaches over the, over the years of my life, all the way from my first baseball coach, Mr. Don Hill, uh, who I've had the opportunity to reconnect with. You know, with what, you know And I think uh, Coach Hill is – you know, he's in his late 70s now, and again, a great opportunity to see him. All of my coaches doing high school, of course, uh, uh, Coach Capel. Uh, and again, all the coaches that I work with now, such an honor and a privilege to be called coach. And we can never lose sight of the importance of what we do to the kids that we impact. Because as I tell the guys when I'm in the gym uh, and I'm around, oh my gosh, every year since we started the program, when we started our entire sports program here, uh, we had uh, about uh, – 70 kids soaking wet. Uh, now we're in excess of, uh, of 500 kids. So in that, you know, in four years, we've gone from almost 70 kids to over excess of, uh, you know, several hundred kids. And the thing is this, and here's what I always tell people, if I'm able to have one child to be able to catch it like I caught it from my one of you know my favorite coaches, Coach Capel, just because of what he did for me personally, what he did for me, and allowed me to have the vision, and allowed me to to really bring the whole basketball more in the game podcast into existence. Because as I sat down and, and I saw the concept and I saw the idea, I said, "Man, what can what could I do to really impact this world?" And that's just to be able to give back a free avenue for folks to be able to go on and just listen to again. It, 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 we're not professional. We try, you know, we put a professional product out, and you know, I've never played professionally, I've never coached professionally, but what we do, we take everything from, and it's all experience. And, you, and the only way you get experience and how you trust what Coach Goins is saying is that you listen and you, and you sit down to, and, and listen to our interviews and the people that we have on, and understand that what we're trying to do is make sure that we're bringing you 
cutting-edge stuff by quality people uh, and not just letting anybody on because I am accountable for everybody that is on my show. Uh, I am accountable for everything that is said on this show, and I understand that wholeheartedly. But what we're doing is we are impacting the world. So from the staff of Basketball More in the Game, from my co-host, Mr. Mike Quick, we wish everybody a great, great Saturday. God bless America. Uh, so good to have everybody on. Thank you all for your continued support throughout the United States, as well as all of our international listeners on the podcast, Basketball More in the Game. And as we always say, make sure that you have them laced up, dialed up, and tied up nice and tight. Now, before we get out of here, I always got to end on my scripture verse as I get it. Craig, if I was organized as you, I'd have it memorized, but I always make sure I've got my card right here nice and handy so I can make sure that I, I say it and say it correctly. It says, and always, as it says, John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the light. So until next time, I'm your host, Coach Goins, and we'll see you in the gym.